This is one true pairing. This is the true story of more than just a man. This is the story of a man troubled with heartache, deceit, and vengeance. Follow along as you learn about the life and struggles of DJ Holmes. DJ hadn't heard from Payne in over a day. While they had been spending lots of time together and had sex several times, there was no hint of a true stated commitment in sight. DJ was starting to question the status of his relationship with Payne. Today was Christmas and he hadn't heard from him at all. DJ traveled back to his hometown recounting so many different situations between he and Payne. He was trying to make sense of everything throughout the Christmas break. He knew he wanted pain, but wasn't certain what pain wanted. In that moment, DJ resolved to simply respond to pain and not contact him. It was the only type of power he could reasonably assert in that situation. DJ wanted more, but pain seemed to be hedging his bets. Christmas just wasn't the same anymore. All his cousins his age had moved on with their lives, as did he. There was no one for him to spend time with. He remembered his mom said she would spend time with her friend. Their two families had grown up together, so he thought he would see them there. So he made his way to his old football coach's home. His football coach happened to be the brother of his mother's best friend. As he arrived, he noticed his clothing. His mother was a stickler for appearance. DJ was wearing jeans, loafers, and a polo shirt. The shirt was fitted. Extra fitted. It wasn't a look his mom liked that much, so he picked up a jacket he got from a friend. It was a red and black flannel jacket that looked much more like a shirt. To DJ, he looked a mess, but it wasn't as bad as the fitted shirt he was wearing. He knew that would send his mother to another place. As DJ walked up to the house, he could hear these adults engaged in adult conversations. What they were saying wasn't a surprise to him. However, to hear the people he looked up to having adult conversations about sex, flirting with each other, and promising to cheat on their wives and husbands are times when they had cheated, it was a bit too disconcerting for him. Then he saw his mother. She had a beer in one hand and a cigarette in the other. DJ saw his mother flirting with his old football coach. Not two seconds later, he learned from other people there that his father, DJ's father, stole his mother from his football coach. The two of them were dating when his dad came along. His mom was now flirting with the man that could have been his father. That was a troubling topic for DJ. He had never known or even met his father. His father died before he was born and his mother refused to share any information about him. Still, DJ took the whole scene in and never reacted. He was standing in the kitchen. The house looked like a throwback from the 1980s. The walls of this brick house were lined with wood paneling. The cabinets had brass knobs and the furniture in the living room looked like they had seen better decades. He could tell there hadn't been much work put into the house. 
It also had an odor that matched what he remembered his coach smelled like. It smelled like a man who forgot to put on deodorant and didn't wash. It was a mixture of musk and body oils. He asked for a beer, and the women there responded by looking at his mom. She gave a look like she didn't care as she walked into the living room. It was in that moment that DJ realized he was drinking alcohol in his mom's presence. It was something he had never done before. He drank his beer and talked to a few people. They were truly interested in his life since he left his hometown to go to college. Most of the people there had gone to college, so they were more interested in how many women he had or if he had any kids coming. DJ took that as a compliment. In their own way, they were acknowledging how attractive he was. It was something he had grown accustomed to in the years since he had gone to college. But this was also a troubling topic for him. Sure, DJ was gay. He knew he was gay. They didn't know he was gay. But there was no way they should have expected him to have kids coming. That was unthinkable to him. He usually answered questions and prodding like this with vague and coy responses followed by a grin. And this situation was no different. DJ laughed it all off. He asked for another beer just as his mom's cousin walked through the door. It had been nearly five years since she had been home, so people hugged her and exchanged pleasantries. DJ was surprised to see her as well. Someone handed her two beers, one for her and one for DJ. Trina handed him the beer and started a conversation. The last time DJ saw Trina was when he, his mom, and sister all lived in Dallas. He was in the sixth grade at the time, so that was nine years ago. The four of them all lived there together for some time. I like your look. You look good, said Trina. She made these comments as she scanned the room. They were still standing in the kitchen at the time, but additional people were in the living room and another room down the hall. DJ was shocked by the statement. He was wearing a flannel jacket. How could anyone look good in a flannel jacket? He had to wonder whether she was teasing him. When you were younger and we lived in Dallas, I used to think you were gay. You used to annoy me to no end. I'm glad you're not gay. I can tell you're straight. You're drinking beer, your voice is deeper, your stance is strong and looking manly. But boy, you are so handsome, she added. Trina's admission was long enough to hide DJ's shock and fury. However, he wondered, how the hell you knew I was gay when I didn't even know? As Trina spoke, DJ kept a measured look on his face. He wasn't smiling, nor was he scowling either. Instead, he looked at her intently like she was saying something that was a statement of fact. Indeed, all these things were true. However, they weren't his truth. DJ reminded himself, I am gay. I hate beer. I'm only drinking beer because I noticed all the men in the house drinking it, so I followed along. I'm wearing the flannel to hide this tight polo. Damn, I'm still hiding. I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at myself for hiding who I really am. But I'm not ready to come out yet. It's cool. Have you seen my mom? When was the last time you two talked? Asked DJ. DJ had mastered deflection years ago. Trina fully took the bait. DJ knew full well his mom had problems with Trina, but she never voiced those concerns around him. She was very careful not to comment negatively around him, but he could always hear her 
when she thought he was preoccupied. Right now, he needed his mom's hatred to come to his defense. Trina took the bait and looked harder into the crowd. DJ pointed to his mother, whose back was to both of them. Trina walked over in her direction. As she did, others saw her and began to announce her presence. In that moment, DJ's mom turned and saw Trina. Her look was one of rage. She shook more beer to correct herself. DJ knew his mom was calming herself down. Pretty soon, the entire room would understand his mom would have a problem with Trina and someone would be suggesting she leave. But DJ had seen his mom go toe-to-toe with men before and knew Trina was no match for his mom. Right now, she was calm. She had been drinking and too many people were around. As a rule, people on his mom's side of the family showed great restraint, especially when they are in public. His mom would not disappoint the standard. It was a trait DJ also had in spades. DJ could feel his phone buzzing. As he pulled it out of his pocket, he saw the initials PS. It was pain calling. He could not suppress the urge to smile. By this point, everyone was noticing the disdain on his mom's face and didn't notice DJ slipping outside to answer the call. It had gotten cooler just that fast. In this moment, DJ was glad he had his flannel jacket. How's my Donnie? asked Payne. DJ could be goofy at times, and this was one of those moments. DJ could not respond because he was smiling and couldn't will himself to stop and respond. Hello? Hello? Payne could hear background noise, but couldn't hear DJ. Finally, DJ willed himself into responding by saying, I'm here. I just had to walk outside. I was in a room full of people. How's your family? Everyone's fine. I've just been thinking about you all day. I wish we didn't live on opposite sides of the state. Payne was from an area outside of Destin, Florida, which was hours away from DJ. It wasn't realistic for either of them to be in that moment and see each other. However, this is exactly what DJ wanted to do in that moment. I'm glad you and your family are doing well, Payne. How's your sister? And how is your mom? My sister's fine. I haven't seen her most of the day, though. But my mom is okay. She's being who she is. The two had talked about each other's family. Though they had never met each other's relatives, they knew a lot about them through the eyes of the other. They shared the good and the bad, but always the love. Their relationships with their families were complex, but that was normal. They supported each other the best they could to the point where they pushed each other to do tough things, which only made their relationships with their families stronger. After they talked about each other's family, Payne brought up the informational he wanted DJ to attend. It felt like they were in some sort of partnership. It felt good. But DJ couldn't help but wonder what Payne would get from him in return. Peace and blessings, all you new love fans. You just heard the latest installment in the life of Donnie DJ Holmes. If you like what you're hearing and you like to read, check out my blog at onetruepairing.blogspot.com. Check out more new love.
Thank you for listening to the latest episode of New Love with DJ Holmes. It is truly appreciated. If you listen to me from Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, Breaker, Google Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcast, Castbox, or Overcast, you can contact me directly by emailing DJ Holmes, the number one TRU pairing at gmail.com. All you have to do is record yourself and email your message to DJ Holmes, the number one. T-R-U pairing at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening to New Love.